When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today on 1629 SEN Hobart. Jack and Payne with Jack Revolt and Tim Payne. Welcome back to Jack and Payne on SEN Hobart. Now it is time to check out the lay of the land on the ground, on the streets of Tasmania with our correspondent, our local correspondent, David Flash Lithgow. Flash, welcome aboard, mate. And it was a very, very up and down night for Tasmanians at the Olympics in Tokyo. Hello, Jack. How are you? Good to see you, Tim. Um, Thanks for those lovely complimentary words earlier on. And first, you're absolutely right. Al Nicholson is head and shoulders the best there is in Tasmania. <laughs> he called it beautifully last night too, didn't he? What a game that was! Gosh, I'm still really proud to be. Yeah, the Kookaburras and Belgium, and clearly the top two teams, and they have been for a long time, certainly since the last Olympics. But more heartbreak again for the Kookaburras. They've they've got about two and a half decades of a record now in terms of being favourites and missing out at the last time, and very disappointing for our own Eddie Ockerden, 370-plus games. He's got two bronze medals, one from 2012, one from 2008, and now he's got a silver one. A great tournament again from him, but so disappointing. Flash, that uh, Eddie is obviously the the uh, the man over there, and he's captained, uh, captained Australia a lot over the journey. Three years to Paris. Can he make it to, to 2024 at the age of, well, I think he'll be 37, maybe 38. Do we see him in the, the Kookaburras again in Paris? He's 34 now. I think I was talking with Tim early in the week, and he looks very sprightly still, doesn't he? He's obviously moved from midfield into defence where you can, I guess, not slacken off, but you don't quite have the running capacity that's you know, it's a necessity if you're in the midfield as an inner or centre forward or centre back or what have you. So I, I get a feeling that he might. Um, good news, of course, for Tasmanian people. Tim, as you well know, he signed again to play with Tasmanian National League uh, this season, which is terrific. But he looks pretty good, doesn't he? I think he, yeah. he, he looks at a terrific tournament and I, I wouldn't rule him out at all. No, I think you're right. I wouldn't be writing him off just yet. I think he does. He clearly keeps himself in in terrific condition, I, and I just can't help but think, given the result yesterday, maybe he had it gone his way. What a way to finish, and not go on to the next Olympics. But I think there'll be a burning ambition, as we've touched on. He has literally won every tournament that they've played in, bar the Olympics, and they've fallen that final hurdle now three times. So I think, you know, the competitor in him, he'll want to go again. Yeah, we'd like we'd like to get him on in the next couple of weeks. I'm sure we will. A terrific human, as we both know. Very disappointing for him. But I guess another successful 
tournament for the hockey roost to a certain extent. A silver medal is still a terrific result, but certainly not what they were looking for. I love the 1500 last night, boys. That was the critical thing that the I King thought. Man. Tasmania. Well, he, McSwain, he he was tremendous, wasn't he? he? He missed the start a little bit, and I think his initial plan was to get up and lead, and he almost had to sweep the whole field, and he was four wide, I guess, in racing terms for at least 100 metres of it, and got to the front. He looked gone, didn't he, at the turn, but some real courage to hold on, and two into the final in the 1500, Oliver Hall there as well, and that's so exciting. We've had some real sprinkles. We've had the ladies in the 1500 final the night before last as well, so finally we're getting some good athletes that are giving us something to look forward to in the second week of the Olympics. And Flash, Arion Titmus, uh, you, it was it was the dream start for, for our swimming team and for Australia and for Tasmania. We were lucky enough to have her on the show. Amazing, amazing achievement. Um, what did you make of, of the way she went about it? Isn't she just such a good ambassador for not only Tasmania but for the country? And what a performance it was. Ledecky is all-time, all-time, all-time. And that 400 in particular, I mean, I think she was favoured in the 200 in fairness, but the 400 was more of an even bet. And just to, you know, to really get her in that last 30 metres was extraordinary. And, of course, Ledecky went on one the 800 and the 1500. I mean, she's got seven gold medals in herself now. One of the absolute greats, men and women of all time. Um, sensational. So goes home with two golds, a silver and a bronze. 20 years of age, obviously she's still got some time. I, I did have a good listen before of your top four of the, the goats in Tasmania, and I think she's absolutely has to be right up there now. We haven't had anyone Olympic history do that, what she did, and she did it with a plumber. I've got to say, Tim, I enjoyed Steve Tippis's work. We, we grew yes. up with him, of course, as a absolute star newsreader. I love listening to him talk because... He's always in newsreader mode, isn't he? You can, see, you can tell he's a newsreader. He talks about his daughter almost doing the news. I guess that's through doing it for 35 years. But I love the family involvement there as well. They're all stars. They were terrific. See, I haven't seen Steve for a long time, and he has not missed a beat. There's no doubt about that. Oh, it was mate. almost like he was applying for a job, and I'm sure there'll be someone who'll snap him up. He might be back in the business soon. He looks as young as they come still, doesn't he? And I mean, obviously, we might working be able to find a role for him here, Jack. Yeah, if, okay. if Flash doesn't work out, <laughs> well, well, we, well, we would have. Right. We, we were preferred for Alistair Nicholson, but I think he might be on another radio station, and he's been busy, obviously, over in Tokyo calling the uh, the hockey. Uh, but Flash, it was, Harrison Agents is obviously the, the the major sponsor of the show, and unashamedly, you work there as well. Painy outed you. On, I do. Painy outed you on Twitter uh, a couple of nights ago. Well, we, we think that maybe you might have <laughs> spoken to Tom Harrison uh, and organised this as a part of the, the the deal in the fine print. Is there any truth to that? Oh, I here, don't Jack, believe there's really a word is. of truth to that at all. But it, no, it is terrific to be involved with a very progressive Tasmanian company, which sits very well with a progressive SEN Hobart, which is an exciting venture that I'm happy to be a small part of. Jack, thanks very much. No, Flash, in all seriousness, mate, we're happy to have you. You're going to do a terrific job for us. Now, there's been a big decision, obviously, over the weekend. The weekend game was supposed to be played on Sunday between the Pies and the Hawks. What can you tell us about that? Well, it's not going to happen. And, I mean, Peter Gutman's been very, you know, he's had a, a stance on this from day one, and he's been very conservative with COVID the, the right the way through. I love listening to his conversation before. Just touching before we get back to that game, I... No doubt about it. I reckon Peter Gutman's confirmed to me listening to you guys talk to him earlier that 
his main focus the rest of the time he is in Parliament is to get a Tassie football team. He's the most passionate person I've ever heard about it. And I think for him losing these types of games now, it certainly doesn't hinder or, you know, it certainly doesn't help or hinder, I guess, Tassie's venture into the footy going forward. But passionate man, but no footy of the weekend. That's a shame for all the Collingwood supporters because they haven't played a game down here before, uh, but not to be. And he doesn't, any time there's been a hint of COVID down here, as we know, he shuts up shop very quickly. And I think we've all appreciated we've haven't had, what is it, Tim, 500 days since or 470 400, days yeah. since? Yeah. Incredible, really. Yeah. Until today, so, or yesterday. It, it, yeah, it's quite remarkable. And it's, very, look, I guess lucky, we're very fortunate. No Absolutely. And no doubt about it. But no, real shame for the Pies fans in particular. They would have got 10 or 12,000 up there, I reckon. And Flash, for, from a local point of view, what, what is the? Uh, do we know what the state is uh, bracing for, for for local football? And um, big news this week uh, from the Clarence Football Club, my local my local football club, that Jeremy Webley is not going to be coaching the Roos next year. Yeah, and he's sort of it's a, come as a bit of a surprise because Clarence, as you two blokes would really trouble to admit, have been ordinary now for the best part of a decade. And um, we've watched the Northern teams, North Launceston. And more recently, Launceston really performed well in September. Um, the bigger bodies, the more mature players. Well, Clarence have, you know, they, they haven't, I wouldn't say come good this year, but 10 wins, five losses. Very much challenging North Launceston for that second spot. Um, incidentally, Clarence who played at Kingborough this week, which is third versus fourth. And a decent result there for Clarence will mean they'll finish third. But it's only top four this year, of course. You've got Lottie in North Launceston at the top and Clarence, and the Tigers round the top four, Lauderdale, Glenorchy, North Hobart, they'll all miss out. But, yeah, it's interesting because they're a very competitive team, aren't they? Like, we've watched them a couple of times and lots of kids finally starting to come through. They beat North Lonnie a couple of weeks ago, which was a terrific result. It's been years since they've beaten them, certainly in Launceston. Um, he's left at a good time. I think he wants to play, so that's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, won't lose him on the track. Yeah, well, well it's interesting as well, Flash, I'm not sure if you've seen, but um, obviously the the Tassie Mariners job is up for grabs and there was some footage of, of Jeremy Webley at their game doing some coaching last week. So he's, he's made no secret of his desire to put in for that job, um, potentially an early front runner for it. Yeah, and look, you know, I, I'm not so familiar with his coaching style. I haven't been around there, but he's spoken very well from people around the Clarence world and um, good luck to him. And I guess we absolutely want to keep promoting young Tasmanian people to be involved in our local programs. Um, they're big jobs, especially going forward. So much uncertainty with the state league at the moment. Will we go back to regional? Do we get the state, I guess, the VFL set up happening again? And I, I think that's the favoured option. You know, potentially it's regional footy within a year. Um, then you've got, the, I guess, the, the window that there for the people that want to get drafted, play at the higher level to play it the VFL level, which, of course, incorporates now the northern teams as well, does it? Swans and Gold Coast, GWS, etc. Um, there's so much happening, you know, this week. We heard Colin Carter's thing. I guess we're digressing now, but the Tassie footy thing's really starting to push forward, and why not be a part of it if you're, if you're a Webberley or anyone, for that matter, that's had some great Tasmanian involvement? And you're a connoisseur of Tasmanian sport, Flash. Uh, you know... I, I well, think... not according to Tim... Tim said straight away that I've just just some 
bloody ringing, really, didn't he? But that's okay. Well, you, you, I think you I've know, got something for you too. I'll just I, wait for you, Tim. I, I, I want to know. <laughs> we've been talking. We're talking. It's very dangerous getting you on here because you do know a few of our deepest and darkest secrets. But I want to know. You, you you know Tasmanian sporting history like no other. We've spoken about our um, Mount Rushmore, our Mount Wellington of Tasmanian sport. Have you got Have you got anyone we missed? And give us give us your four quickly who they are. Well, you can't argue with Pontine, and, I, and I've got Titmus at two now. Extraordinary development. Hudson, for me, is the one, I think, in terms of the footy. I mean, his record at Hawthorne is absolutely ridiculous. And then what he did when he came back to Glenorchy and New Norfolk was quite remarkable. There's a couple you missed out on. Um, Holly Grimer, of course, was a, in terms of the women. Um, she won a world championship gold, multiple medals in Olympics with a starter. Uh, for the Opals for a long time. She was a star, of course, sister of our, a friend of ours, Nathan Grimer, of course. What a champion she was. Danny Clark. Not far off himself, that, Nani, Clash, to be honest. <laughs> not sure about that, but he'd certainly <laughs> give some confidence to suggest he would be, a bit like you two blokes. But Danny Clark's the one. I mean, his record back in the 70s and 80s was extraordinary in terms of the local circuit um, and did it on the world stage as well. Um, Craig Newitt. Now, I know, Jack, you know that I'm his biggest cheerleader in the world. 33 group group ones. Now, it's been five years since he wrote his last one. I'm just going to tell you something. He is in sparkling form, and he has more group ones in him. Let's watch him over the next six or seven weeks. But to round it out, I put David Foster as well. I mean, his, gosh, his record is just ridiculous. Now, I guess wood chopping... Not so familiar with, you know, lots of people, but he's the goat of goat of goat. So I guess I'm replacing Baldock with Hudson at three, rounding off with Foster um, and Titmus, the, the, you know, the runner-up. To She's made the big move to two uh, behind. But I agree with you, Ponting in front. I think uh, if we can get Ariane another tournament, I guess, in Paris and she can win another gold medal, well, the discussions, I think, will start to happen. Well, Flash, thanks for joining us, mate. We, we really appreciate it. We haven't given you too much time to, to dig some dirt on us, but over the next five-week journey or the six-week journey, no doubt you'll, you'll come up with something. You, you haven't got any little nuggets of gold there. You've got 30 seconds. We'll give you 30 seconds to, to dig something up. Well, I haven't, but uh, I mean, this, this running business, I mean, Tim was a runner for a long time with Clarence, and I'm, I'm here to tell you, people wonder why Pant used to go up his head when India play Australian in a test match, because... He has the biggest gob you've ever seen. And <laughs> to watch him live, to watch him live as a runner <laughs> for Clarence was semi-almost embarrassing, to be fr- quite frank, because he actually acted as a 19th man. He'd lay a shepherd if he could. Scuba Stevens years ago nearly wanted to knock him out because he, he got in the way of his disposal in a semi-final. I've never seen him like it. So the carry-on that comes Committed out to of the his cause, mouth, ladies and gentlemen, it the cause, is mate. real. It uh... is real. I believe you, mate. Very good, Flash. Thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, we really do appreciate it. We're looking forward to hearing uh, your take on the local results down there in the uh, statewide league. Stick around next. We'll wrap things up on Jack and Paney right here on SEN Hobart.